Okay. So I think I need to explain, since I put out that new episode, what have I been doing for the last two months? June, July, it's August. Yeah. Um, actually, I would say that my uh, health care, so I've been dealing with that again. And my mental health state, oh God, damn. That's always, always uh, up and down, zigzag. <clears throat> but I've been dealing with it, and actually, fuck. Uh, I was, I was sick. The last one I put about maybe my mental health was saying that I came out of it, which, fuck if I did, I didn't came come out, and I'm never fully out of the the depths that I'm thinking I am just because I see the little daylight I think I'm out all the way but I know I'm not always out so I never let that play a trick on me and it's always it's actually been a struggle to get and stay out because I've actually while I was down you know under I had to first leave the podcast and all and just you know look at what I was doing to myself what am I doing to myself I was not feeling sorry but I was I was traumatized over and over and over and over just by remembering different shit. I guess post-traumatic and even present-day traumatic. And I just had to always put this in my mind and put it there. Now, see, psychologists like to give you a trick to tell you, hey, put it in a category and deal with it when it comes time to deal with it. Otherwise, just don't worry about it. That's And that's, I think, a bunch of bullshit. You'll never deal with shit if you always do that. Uh, filing and leave it away and save it for another day. Fuck that. And go on and live. But what they're telling you to do is not be able to live how you think you should when you're dealing with this. And uh, in that way, you, they don't have to answer, get an answer for what you feel. And you don't look for an answer for what you feel. You just put it on the side and then one day the answer going to come. So, I, uh, always thought that was kind of crazy but dealing with my mental health over the time I was just I was actually fucked up and I, I got to say I'm always dealing with this shit and fucked up about it I um oh doctor okay <laughs> That was Tucson, VA. Uh, Calling about my elbow. Now, around the first of this month, my elbow started getting inflamed. And I uh, called the VA. Because, uh, see, I got an appointment with my prime care coming up August the 7th. So I called the VA and said, hey, look, something's going on with my elbow. Uh... I've had this happen before, but it usually go down, and I'm not sure what's going on here. It's getting bigger, and now it's the size of a, mm, let's say, ping pong, ping, ping pong ball, uh, maybe even a golf ball. But the thing is, it's starting to cause pain now in my elbow, in my skin, and feel like something messed with a nerve. Uh, I just took an X-ray. Now, the thing is, I called on the second, on the first left a message with the nurse nobody called me back 
and uh, I waited, you know, to the seventh. I had an appointment, so when I stopped there, after I finished my appointment, I go in there and I uh, say, "Look, I need to see a private camp. Well, you want to be able to see somebody, uh, maybe a few hours? Okay, well, could you have somebody give me a call? Because uh, right now, at the, and at that point, it wasn't hurting." It's just worrisome now. I'm worried warm about why this thing is on my own. It's not going down now. It's been a week, so uh, they say they're going to call. Fuckers never called me. Never called me for a fucking week. They didn't call. So I didn't get a call to the 14th to go in there and get an x-ray. So I go in there and get an x-ray. Now, uh, you know, I did that, you know, no problem. X-rays was no problem. But here... Uh, I dealt with that. Now I just get an appointment today, so they're gonna have somebody give me a choice of uh, outpatient and clinic. And yeah, I've got to go see a orthopedic surgeon, uh, orthopedic now. So they're gonna send me to bio clinic, same place I went for my shoes. I mean, my, for my feet. So I'm actually thinking I may buy my shoes there. Uh, and I like the the way they handle people. So I went. I'm going back there, and that's for my elbow. And have them look, but see, the, all this time, no one never looked at my elbow yet. And they don't feel a sense of urgency of why I should. I mean, my fucking elbow is big. Something's not right about that. But they don't know what the fuck it is. Don't know if it's some kind of infection or not. Which could fucking kill me. But they don't fucking care. So, boom. Uh, anyway, I'm going to see these people. And hopefully, they're going to give me a call within before seven days. Uh, now, I... Uh, and hopefully they'll be able to, at the same time, drain fluid off it. Because I think that's no more what it is. It's arthritis flaring up, and this one just flaring up bad. And it's not that I feel pain like... I don't know what pain is pain. It's not hurting. It's not stopping me from any, doing anything other than put my elbow in certain positions or on certain things. And then I feel the pressure. But then I'm scared that it may something may rupture in there if it's not looked at right away. So, because I'm... <laughs> Fuck it, you know, if it is some type of infection, bring that call, swelling up, you know, I need to know right away and they need to drain it. Uh, now, at the same time, they had sent me to uh, Arizona Young Heart Place for uh, my circulation of my legs. Did all the different tests and stuff. Next thing you know, they making appointments for my heart. Now, you know, I'm not sure if they told the doctor they need to check my heart out, but they did. They checked it out. They want to do a, a more in-depth thing. So they had me going up there for fucking appointments. I mean, like, I see this doctor about my legs, and he go going doing shit for my uh, 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 heart and everything else. Like, I'm trying to be thorough, but fuck it. Everybody know. What was going on? It's the circulation in my leg, the lower part, not my fucking heart. So, uh, what's causing it? Fuck if I know. It's you know, it's a hereditary. My daddy had the same fucking problem. Uh, no plaque or anything. It's just the fact that something's narrow, something's not right there at a certain junction. And uh, yeah, they, I mean, they want to give me medicine for it. And that's the first thing he did give me medicine for that in my cholesterol. Well, your cholesterol kind of high. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to give you this and this and just give you that shit without even fucking questioning. Won't even talk to you about it or anything. Just give it to you. Won't give you the side effects. Cause I, he's seen that I don't take much medicine. You know, when I bring my medicine list there, a 67-year-old man got 
two medicines, and it's for allergies. <laughs> one eye drop, one's a nasal spray, and one the other one for allergy as well. So they offer some kind of allergy. And I take Motrin sometimes for pain, which I also inform them I do CBD for pain. Or smoke my pot. But the thing is, they don't, you know, take that as, oh, you don't like medicine. I'm not really. Well, you know, cigarettes got side effects. Throw that shit out there. I'm like, yeah, 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 I know, I know. You know, chewing us. Make me take your fucking medicine. He even gave me a prescription and I thought about taking a prescription and doing it. Then I'm like, fuck this noise. I'm not going to do no fucking uh, medicine I don't want to do just because of him. I mean, let's see, the thing is, once he walked in there, he, I see the thing is, he walked in there with this air of accomplishment. A air of above him. I tell him anything and he gonna fall for it. So what the thing is, he took, go line up all these tests and stuff. Da -da 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 -da. Boom, boom, boom. I went there for three tests three days in a row. And then I got another test. I got a fastest test. I got to be there at one o'clock in the fucking evening to take a a, a, a stress test where I had to fast. Didn't have no cough or anything. Now I'm a senior, but you're gonna bring a senior in there at one o'clock to take a chance. Supposing I did have diabetes, they don't give a fuck. You understand? To bring me in there at 1 o'clock and to show me how further they didn't give a fuck. Because this was done in the scheduling after I finished talking to the doctor. But the doctor gave me the idea that I say thanks. <laughs> didn't say thanks or thank you for your service. So, nigga, I'm about to get over on you and just ring that fucking tally up. They ain't say none of that. Just walked on out the office like, you know, I ain't got to talk to you. Lucky I want to see about your heart. See about your health, but anyway, so that's the feel I get. So here it is. I go there last week, uh, one o'clock, hadn't had no fucking coffee, hadn't had nothing, no caffeine, no food. One o'clock in the evening. Now, yeah, I do eat late, but normally I have been getting in the habit of eating a fruit in the morning. That actually hold me on where I could wait to eat to three, four o'clock. And that's fine, but I couldn't even have that fruit this morning, that morning. So I go there at 1 o'clock. Now, you know, I don't get a good feel from that office anyway. Because every time I go there, I got to, nobody say nothing. I've got to write my name on a piece of paper. And I could barely get this woman to say, morning, how you doing? So... I'm there at one. I'm there at 10 minutes to one. Make sure I'm on time. Then I go ahead on and uh, sign in. I hear my name. And I'm like, e yeah. My ain't calling me. Nobody there, you know, nobody at the door. Then I hear, Maurice? And that's one thing I fucking hate, you know. They figure they're gonna call you Maurice by your first name, you know. They fucking three, uh, um, you're three times older than them, and they don't even fucking think they got to show you any kind of respect. Any further respect, we got your money. Call my name again. I'm like, yeah. Uh, you have to sign this consent form and. Uh, Waiver. They about to put some nuclear shit on my chest. 
and then about to shoot some shit up in my arm. I'm like, really? What is it? Oh, they'll tell you in the back. Really? In the back? I say, before I sign it, I say, look, nobody told me anything about uh, uh, having anything put in my arm. Now, I'm not getting anything put in my arm. Why? Because since this shit up in Oregon or Portland, where I had two fucking injections in my arm, I ain't getting, letting them put fuck in my arm again. So... She said, well, the technician will tell you when she get here. She's not here yet. I'm like, fuck. It's five minutes after one. And she's not here? You ain't that motherfucking big to go run around nowhere and get lost and not be able to make it back in time for your fucking job, and you, especially if you got an hour lunch break. So I don't want to hear no shit about she not here. I'm like, excuse me? I'm like, you telling me I'm signing this paper to give you consent to put something up my arm, and nobody told me I would have to put in my arm. I said, I've had a half a dozen appointments already now, and nobody never said anything about putting anything in my arm or injecting me with anything. And I'm like, you know, I'm really not comfortable with this. Again, the girl wasn't there. Or the person wasn't there who's gonna do the test. I'm like, she said, "Well, I said, wait a minute. You know, here it is. My test supposed to be going on right now. I'm asking you what you're supposed to be putting in my arm, and the person who put it in my arm can't answer the question right now." She said, "I'll get the office manager." Okay, I stood up that way. Then she go in the back hide out for a minute, come back around there, and she, before she come all the way back, she's standing there and talking, like she's talking to somebody, but she's smiling. Got this smile on her face, like, oh God, I'm gonna deal with this nigga, I am. And that's how you want me to deal with it, just tell him you're gonna be here, you, office manager can't, you the office manager, you never wanna go and talk to him, but she don't wanna talk either. Cause I'm asking a valid fucking question. And you're not giving me nothing for a fucking answer other than the person who could answer your question not here right now. They're going to do your test and I'm supposed to take that as somebody who's going to come in there not rushed and going to take good care to make sure I get the right fucking amount of shit you put in my arm. Don't even tell me what the fuck going on. But you're going to tell me I need to put something in my arm. Okay. Okay. I was talking about um, the hospital and they wanted to put this shit up in my arm but nobody can answer the question. So I walked out there and said, screw it. Cancel the appointment. Cancel the appointment for tomorrow too. Because they want me to come in to complete this shit tomorrow. But they hadn't given me a time or nothing for tomorrow yet. But they want me to do today then to shoot this shit in my arm and then come in tomorrow when they set the time. So no telling what time I've got to, would have to come in there. <clears throat> but, so I'd like cancel that appointment today. I mean, cancel the appointment tomorrow. Cause they called me, actually they called me and want me to, uh, am I still? No, I called them right back. Do not, I'm not coming in tomorrow. Cancel that appointment, cancel any future appointment. 
text me, send me a text or a voice confirmation about uh, uh, confirming my appointment on the 24th. I'm like, no. Now that's the doctor. All of a sudden, I got. They want me to see the doctor. I'm like, no. Uh, cancel that appointment. But the doctor's here to help you. I said, no. Cancel the appointment. That's all to it. Then they sent this thing yesterday, and I said, I'm like, look, I just want to make sure this appointment canceled. Cause they sent the. Uh, at first, it was the. They sent to get the uh, uh, schedule, reschedule the appointment. I'm like, no, no, thank you. Well, you know the doctor's trying to help you. <laughs> now they want to throw that kind of shit out there. I hadn't heard the doctor say he's trying to fucking help me. None of them acted like they're trying to help me. Acted like I was just incidental because I'm fucking VA. So I'm like, fuck it. Nope, cancel. So they, you know, sent that thing yesterday, voice message without dialing my number. Try to sneak it in there. So I see I got a voice message. When the fuck them? The phone didn't ring. See, it's them. No. I called them right back. Look. The appointment should be canceled on the 24th. Make sure you cancel. Oh, we, no, we got to cancel. I said, well, you just sent me a voice uh, uh, confirmation that the appointment wasn't canceled. Oh, no, no, it's canceled. So, you know, the thing is, that shit hurt. They're going to have to answer some fucking questions now. You understand? But I'm just a nigga, you know, supposed to take any motherfucking treatment they give you. And now, am I saying they treat only blacks like this or only me like that? No, I'm sure they treat other people like that. Because ain't nothing but a bunch of light-skinned Hispanics in there. And they will say, ah, oh, I'm Mexican. I'm, I'm Cholo. Fuck if you are. Everything you, I mean, even the ones who I could point to and say would be, aren't. And it's because of the, 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 the vibe you get from them. Like that, I'm superior than thou by. So fuck them. At the Arizona, young Arizona Heart Center. Fuck them. Because that's the only thing you understand when shit hurt. And you're not getting no money I got to put out there, even if it's through the VA. The fuck over me? Come on, now, what kind of sense that make? And you know, and I know I'm going to get slack from my fucking uh, uh, VA doctor. I know. Um. Because again, I've been trying for a minute here to get the uh, my arm looked at. And I, now I've got to uh, uh, wait for an appointment. But this is what? The 23rd? Actually, three weeks after I first fucking called them? That's so, see, you can say what you want. Now, another example is I've been going to take this uh, test these different tests for uh, my increase my benefit. So I mean, finally got the appointment right. Finally got the fucking appointment right after the doctor's been canceled and everything. No more fucking deal with the shit. Finally got the appointment right and they sent me to this white woman, older white woman. Maybe a couple of years young, maybe older. It's kind of fucking hard to tell. She could be fucking 20 years younger than me and look like that. Looking like... But anyway, the thing is, um, go through the gambit of stuff, you know, and, you know, I'm hurt. I'm, I'm hurting all the time. They try to explain how this shit developed in the military. And, uh, uh, started there. Actually started there. If you look at my military records, you see I was in the hospital for traction. Get out and I'm running across all kind of shit. So I've been in pain. I've been dealing with this shit. 
You know, I hurt everything I do cause pain to my back, my legs, my neck. So, I mean, yeah, how do I deal with it? I fucking deal with it. I've been dealing with it. I said, you know, they offer me something to open your eyes. Glad I didn't take them. Because the shit set me somewhere I didn't want to be. So, no. And the thing is, I mean, it was fucking narcotics. I'm not well with narcotics. I don't do them. So, hey, 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 hey. Stop. So, I, uh, pretty stop. You wait till I do this all the time to get on, on that little trip. You leave it. You want to play with the deck. You better be quiet. And I'm not playing. Get up in your chair. Go up in your chair. And she just looking at me like, yeah, what, what, huh? What you talking about, chair? But anyway, she, uh, got through the whole gambit of tests and everything. And I really didn't feel comfortable. And, uh, I just don't think she was take, uh, uh, my pains is real, you know. Uh, so I had uh, ended up, you know. Now the person she actually uh, was interviewing or examining before me was a white dude. You know, yeah, she do this for the military, so ex-military. And uh, when he was leaving, she said, "And thank you for your service." I did not get that. So, when I walked out there and didn't get that, I'm like, oh, fuck. Is she even going to give me a fair rating on my fucking uh, uh, exam? Will she even give me a fucking fair rating on my exam? Thank him for his service, but not me. So, that's where these little subtle bits of shit come in. And, of course, I'm going to use that and deny it. Of course, I recorded that shit. And I'm going to use that to actually uh, uh, increase my benefits if I got to. But I think it's appalling that they would do shit like this. And this is every day. This is in your face. And this is nigga, I don't care. And they say they do. I'm not racist. And I raise this bone in my fucking body. And who would believe that? Each other. They would believe each other with that. I'm not racist. You just hate white folks. Really? I've been fucked over like this, this, and this, and this, and this, and I'm not supposed to, what? Hate them? You... Love, conquer, hate, bullshit. Bullshit. Love do not conquer, hate. Force conquer, hate. Love don't conquer nothing but a wound. Well, love, love don't do nothing but keep your guard down. Like that love we got for God, that white God, shit. Tell me your God's not down. Tell me you ready for anything without the word of God being invoked. Not even to save your fucking ass. So, but the thing is, with this, uh, with these people, they uh, had to take a rating yesterday. Did pulmonary, that's all with machines now. And the x-rays on my chest. 
Cause yeah, I had lung disease, desert lungs, and the fucking desert lung come from uh, my time in the military on the flight line in New Mexico. So I did that yesterday morning and got that over with pretty quick, you know. Uh, and I'm thinking I'm not sure if I got to do one more thing. And I'm looking for them to give me some kind of psychiatric evaluation before they settle. But the thing is, I'm going to be leaving this fucker soon. And with that psychiatric evaluation, I could request that be done anyway. And I would actually go to, uh, not to say I'm safer with psychologists in the VA, black or white, you know, because they all got the same mentality uh, as far as... I don't know, I, I shouldn't say that, because some do express their opinion about different things on a, on a scale of inequalities, but then, you know, nothing gets done and they do nothing about it. How do you know? Because they've been a lot of their fucking job and you know this. <laughs> but, uh, as far as my health, mm, I got to stop smoking. I got to build up my lung capacity. Uh, really, I do. Uh, I slow down a hell of a lot, but I know I need to stop. Um, but first, I need to be somewhere. Now, look, you know, as far as my health, I need to be outside. Uh, I came here, I stopped here, I really forgot about the summertime. And I hadn't gotten used to being outside all day during the day and just, you know, staying in at night. But what I had forgot was the heat here. Now, since the sun came out and we moved out of the desert, we, uh... And it's hot. I mean, they're talking about Phoenix fucking 110. It's been 114, 116, yeah. On a consistent basis. I mean, it's been fucking hot. I mean, 9 o'clock, I mean, 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock is still 90 degrees, but, you know, when the sun go down, it's still fucking 102, 103. Depends on how hot it was during the day. Uh, now, I mean, it's fucking a scorcher. But if, with the sun down 100, it's not bad. You can walk, I can walk a dog out. And that's why I had actually been taking a ride from here to the park to walk the dog under the trees after I wet them down. You know, either, yeah, because, I mean, I've... Just put the hose on and turn the hose on, not the hose on, the faucet on next to the pool place and put it on the Kennedy Kennedy Park. So I get them wet and they just run around. Sometimes I gotta wet them again before we leave. And it don't matter if they're getting in the car wet, I got seat covered. Uh, Cause the thing is they be fucking hot. And I mean, that's, I have to do that. So I mean, I bring them out in the morning and walk them. Uh, I just took them out here not too long ago because Pretty said she had to go out. And she did go out. She peed three damn times, but took a walk, too, and she had a good run. Uh, we did that, and I went ahead on and uh, brought them back home. Now, they're good. She's good until about 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock, I'll bring them out there underneath the shade tree at the park where she either could shit or pee. But I know she'll pee because it'd be that time. And it got to be after school closed because I hate dealing with that traffic around that school. So I bring them to the park, hang out there for a little while, and then come back home and then don't go back out until after dark now. Uh, eight o'clock. 
and walk them and you know they, they're fine they put the leech on the uh, on plum because she uh yeah there's two girls i got put the leash on plum uh because you know she's learning to walk but you know i don't want her running out in the street and she's still pretty good with following the dog pretty but you know never know when she's gonna make up her mind and i'm trying to train her at the same time uh so you know they, they, that's one of the things that's messed me up because i was forced to stay inside now i can exercise inside but i can't exercise inside this trail i can't even do my i can't even get a full stretch so uh i, I tried taking it to the park and you know it just don't feel right being in the park in, the, in that heat trying to do some fucking stretch you know i just don't want to do it i don't want nobody to know but anyway i need to i, I actually start doing minimum of what i can do in here maybe three I mean, not three, 20 something rep twice a day of four different kind of exercise. And what I'm really trying to work on is my core. Cause again, I was thinking about moving, moving into a place of a normal apartment or house. I would rather house, a piece of house, where I can have my own garden. Uh, but I do have to get another place because I'm a, uh, tall person and need to exercise and by me staying hiding from this heat under the air now the last bill I paid was $78 and that was the electricity for a month but the one before that was 58 and that's only because because this is a trailer I don't I got everything sealed up nice and don't have to don't have too many leaks and I'm I'm fairly cool keep it at 7881 and um now again it's coming to the nighttime where you're starting to have to turn it off again or not have to but you can conveniently but just need to keep your windows open uh now with that hurricane passing here one thing that did do is uh, made it nice to be outside it's kind of windy and everything else but all that done was brought up that dust and i got the worst sonic headache in the fucking world now so hey thanks hillary uh, brought up all that old dust that been hiding and kick up these allergies and I'm sure I'm not the only one But uh By it being so fucking hot here pretty stop by it being so hot here. We stayed inside Stayed inside and I can't move around too much and then I mean it's fucking just too small outrageously too small for me and the biggest part is over where you enter it at. And I've got my table set up there, but it still uh, uh, don't give me enough room. That's maybe about six feet. Yeah, because I couldn't even lay down there with my head without my head hitting the stove and then the door. So that's probably about six feet, six feet by six feet. And that's the most, and not even six feet, six feet by maybe five or four feet. And that's the most room, open room I got here. Uh, but the ceiling again is right at my head. It's a six, five ceiling and I'm six, four. Uh, and it got one part of the ceiling where I could hit if I move. So uh, what I've been doing actually inadvertently was just standing still. I played around with my medicine ball a little bit, but I got to do more with it now. Uh, I really got to stop smoking, do my medicine ball, do my exercises. 
and start getting into shape again because I'm not nowhere near the shape I was in when I first came out of the desert. Uh, so I uh, <clears throat> running from that heat shield to mess you up. And even if you're out in the heat, you know, uh, I know my melanin protect me and I won't, you know, suffer from it. But, you know, they got a lot of things. I went to the fucking Goodwill the other day and, you know, you got to be careful what you do, where you get shit from. I went to Goodwill and they got some nasty people out here. You just, I got a blanket and God knows somebody must have sprayed some kind of chemical on this fucking blanket. And I uh, touched it and I smelled it and I'm like, damn, it smells something like uh, mud ball. And then I scratched my arm after going in the car and I mean, it left the worst hives all over me and shit. And I figured that out fast what it was. I got some garbage bag, put it in there and I'm going to wash it. Now, I don't know if I want to put it in one of the, the, I'm going to go to the wash where this lady tried to steal my money and fuck over me. And uh, I got I got one wash I go to. I love 8th Street Washer. That's my shit there. I like the way they treat their handle. You. People come in there pretty cool. Ain't none of that old bullshit. You know, so I uh, I like that one. But there's a couple other ones. I'm not going to even name that uh just not right to people, you know, certain people, unless you get to know them. And I mean, so I, uh, and I mean, you know, one of them, I think, both of them, all of them, I think, probably not even ran by the people who own them. But the people who run them is the one who gives them that bad impression, that bad vibe, that bad feel, that bad, like, oh, I ain't bringing my body here and spinning. But anyway, as far as my health, I've been uh, I I've been dealing with that. Stop, pretty, pretty. I mean, plum. I've been dealing with it. I uh, I'm up, and you could usually <laughs> tell my mood or how I'm doing by uh, my maps. When I put stuff in maps, it depends on how I'm feeling. I got one pulling up get right pissed off you know my guys that's the guy's name but uh, I um, it's all a matter of uh, holding on and maintaining because of the shit you see going on around you and around the world and the shit that happens to you and they try to tell you hey everything fucking honky dory in this company country and it is by a long shot not but the thing is people just I mean you could say it's a mental health thing but you know if it is, they fucking crazy. They've been crazy. And there's no excuse for it. I was talking to this woman the other day. Uh, I'm not even gonna say a name. One of the few black women I talked to around here, and or here, because there ain't that many I run across. But I was talking to her, and you know, we was talking about the crack first, and she's just strong on this crack. Oh, don't even say nothing about it. Don't even worry about it because it don't affect. Uh, white people but the thing is she was raised always give you the thing well I was raised by white people sort of like that's her excuse for feeling sorry for them. and uh so we were talking about crack and opioids and you know she said yeah they're suffering from them opioids look how they messing up I'm like but they done that to themselves she said yeah but I said 
But they done that to themselves. I said, it ain't like crack now. And she will not admit the fact that those opioids was their own doing. And they trying to say they, every time somebody take a fucking uh, die from it, it's an accidental death. Bullshit. I'm sure they didn't want to die. But the thing is, it's so much not an accidental, it's more of a addictive addict's death. Is there something that comes along with that type of addiction with that type of drug? But she refused to feel sorry. I mean, to admit they're wrong. Uh, she refused to feel sorry for Rocky is where the shit was just dumped on them and just fucking devastated them. I mean, it was the beginning of the fucking end of a united Negro front. And they knew what they were doing. Oh man, they had that shit set. But I've been trying to deal with that. All kind of thoughts and stuff while at the same time um, trying to take care of myself without slipping too far. Uh, I do have to get out of here. And that's another reason I want to go somewhere where I can actually walk and ride. Now, another reason I want to go to the East Coast. Because it's time for me to start touring these big cities. Oh, I was in Philadelphia. These black folks got their shit together. I see Tennessee, but Tennessee not legal. A lot of different places where hundreds of black men marching in the street. I'm going to get in that shit. You hear me? I mean, that's just something we didn't have in New Orleans. I mean, the last time we had a United Negro running New Orleans was during high school. You know, fighting the police who bought, I mean, the uh, white teacher who got to assault a student and from that assault spun out to the police and also the Panthers down in the project too, you know, so the thing is, we I've seen this shit, and, but, you know, a United Negro front, but not in a long time. And, you know, I just didn't want to get involved in none of this Black Lives Matter because I know it's all a farce. Uh, it does matter, don't get me wrong, it does matter, but you're going about it the wrong way when you align yourself with your enemy, with the ones who are doing it. Because once, again, once they do find out the real dynamics of what you're saying, they back the fuck off. They don't have nothing to do with it, and then they call it woke. <laughs> Nigga, this place woke. Say, Master sent his daughter down and walk with you with her children, you know. That's gonna appease you. Oh, we with you. That that is fucking bullshit. They shooting y'all like that. What about the education? What about the health care? What about the whole of the Justice Department? What about the sanitation? Don't you come down here and see this bullshit? What about the police? What about the jobs? Yeah, I'm getting the fuck on out of here. I ain't know it was all that y'all was talking about. I mean, what's wrong? Y'all don't, don't, don't y'all have equality in this country? I thought it was just the police. Why y'all run from the police anyway? And that's what it all breaks down to. That's all they want to know. Why y'all run from the police anyway? Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the beast. They use simple laws to contain blacks, keep blacks in their place, keep you in a corral, a big larger part of a plantation, and then once you come out, they harass you. Run you right back in there. If you make it back in there alive, or not going to jail, or beat up, 
that's to be expected. And that is outrageous. That is outrageous. So many of us accept that shit today. It's not going to change. 67 years old, shit ain't changed in 67 years. They had 100 years before fucking that. Oh, 90-something years after slavery, before that, after, before I was born. And ain't nothing changed. Come on, now. Huh? Picture bigger than, picture bigger than what we wanna realize. You know, but the thing is, we can't, we we won't, we won't give up that security blanket of God. God, that 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 God is fucking you. You know, they got this whole world locked up. And we can't do shit about it. We can't do fuck about it because they were calling the army for the black boy. Calling the police for the black boy. State police the only ones that ain't got no whole bunch of black folks in them. In any state. You see who patrol them fucking states. And they'll stop you on the highway. And that's the byways now. That's the trails we gotta follow. Only thing about being an older black man, what that done for me, is stop me from being stopped so much by the fucking police on a highway. What they do now? They do stop me now. Get that wrong. You know they will. Time you see them dragging old black ladies out the fucking cars and fucking handcuffs and throwing them on their fucking face. Even when they're standing up, recording them, doing nothing, they drag them out because some white person say they stole something. Ain't proof, fuck. They say they stole. They say they stole my phone, and that's your phone. Say all kind of shit. Say you fucking assaulting me in a park. Call the police. Yeah. Shit never ends. And that's part of my health care. Uh, finding out how to deal with this obvious <laughs> fact of being woke. And it ain't like I just woke up, I've been fucking woke. Wait a minute now, I got to do something. Make me some coffee. Yeah, I just now got to take a Benadryl. All this fucking dust that got my head just fucking blowing. And I know it. And, uh, when I have to step up to Benadryl, my shit's bad. But, uh, I, uh, I don't mind taking it. It just knocks me on my ass. That smoking weed, uh, even the other pills I got that, uh, I have for the allergies, the congestion, itching, sneezing, you know, I uh, take that and it actually says on a warning pack that, you know, men testify the effects of marijuana. And I'm like, okay, which is fuck it, knock me on my ass. And I mean, that's when I do get a good, good sleep, but I can't take those all the time. 
I only take them when I need them as opposed to taking them all day long, every day. Uh, and that's just because I don't need them every day. I need my body to actually deal with the small allergies that it can and I don't don't use that until I mean I went years without using anything for allergies that depends on where I was but uh, out in the southwest you know it's kind of kind of fucked so I mean that's another reason to go again I could stay here and say okay I'll be close to the border uh, I know I say this is dealing with health but this is dealing with my mental health because uh, when this shit blow off you know in this country, you know, you got to decide where you're gonna be and if you're gonna be somewhere safe because they're gonna be letting them do just like they did during slavery time. They have a paddy wagon running up on people no matter who you are. They're gonna claim you somebody else and the subversive or whatever, terrorist, working out undercover and see them blacks who married to whites gonna have to make a choice even the whites from America the blacks gonna have to make a choice because even if they come over to the black side they're gonna be looked at as suspicious and even if the black go over there they're gonna look at it as suspicious and if, then their partners are gonna look up looked at as suspicious and they both might end up in a fucking labor camp somewhere cooking and cleaning for them but uh you know you're just gonna have to decide uh, and that's another thing you know give me trouble mentally thinking about this, I mean, because why are you even thinking about this? Because it's gonna happen, and can't you see, it's on the fucking wall, it's there. Uh, and there's nothing gonna stop it. Uh, I mean, look, it's evident, half the fucking adult population got racist feelings. And they got kids, and they're raising their kids, and their kids are showing you every day and it's backed up by the police. Just like this kid, I saw this video uh, on call the police and this is something normally, that normally happen. You go up against some white folks, police not gonna come tackle the white folks. They're gonna take and tackle your black ass. Two kids fighting in the mall, one black, one white. Police come up there and tackle the black kid who on the ground. The white kid who on top of them, they just toss him back. He happened to fall in the seat and stay seated there. Get up. Could have walked away, but they paid him no attention. But they got this black kid kneeling on him, got his head in the ground, and fucking handcuffed him. And he was getting his ass kicked. And that's how it is, though. You are the enemy. And I don't know how many times you gotta say, we go out there every day into this world, and we expect it not to be treated like the enemy, but we are. And every inner city police didn't admit it. And you know, I think every black police needs to re-examine his policies. Shit don't change without you, bro. Don't change on our side. It change on the inside. You got your ass in there, change it. You got a police chief up in Oakland who's talking about him and his dad. Or uncle was stopped for no reason. Made him feel bad. But the thing is, they do that he. Over a force that do that today is simply out of his fucking hands. Like they can't train, retrain. You see, they think people saying reform. Yes, I think the police need to be reformed in many, many fucking ways. For one, you need to get the fucking racist out. Stop making like it's a fucking entitled job. 
Unless you in the community, you go on police, get the fuck off. That's it. This strong arm militarized shit. No, that ain't the fucking police. And we know they'll get more done if they lived in the community with us as opposed to coming from the plush community. Swimming pool, two story, big wide yard, playground in the back, double guard car garage, lawn from here to next fucking week to the curb. They got to pay some Mexican to come get that. The Mexican can't come in there unless they're in a certain fucking truck. And we know this. Black. Black neighborhoods sometimes they do, but Mexican came through and took them jobs too. <laughs> so, the thing is, you know, and they're using them in this war against us. So, has a lot to do with my mental health and then you know telling you about these people mental health who actually uh pandemic been over for a minute huh or has it they shut it down made their money turn around and everything i'm thinking else and what happened nothing all forced you to get a shot and what they saying now oh well maybe you didn't have to get a shot. It's kind of fucking up your heart, this and that. But they were running out there giving them shots, huh? After they gave it to the white folks, they had some left over for the blacks who ran out there and got them. And when they start getting them, they start falling out fucking dead. Even those essential workers who never wore a name essential workers who had to do bag and clean up in the grocery store, work at McDonald's and everything else because everybody else got to stay home and drive to McDonald's call. Grubhub, how many fucking Grubhub type places and spun out of fucking pandemic? How many restaurants were saved? How much money they fucking gave away? Politicians got millions and millions of money for fucking fictitious business they had, even if it was a real one. But they was already set up. They didn't need the money, but they took it. So, you know, Pandemic wasn't nothing but a money shuffling game. Uh, alignment of medical care, health care. And to see how many fucking people done fall for that bullshit. And you know how many fell for it? A whole bunch went running up there getting them shots and they fucked them up. I never got a shot till today. Why? I don't trust the government to do me no motherfucking favor. Never have. Oh, them planes. I better turn this off for a minute. You know, dealing with mental health issues with me is kind of like becoming a, rec- uh, a recluse. Recluse, you know, I just don't want to deal with people. Never deal with people. I uh, don't bother me not to deal with people. Matter of fact, just leave me the fuck alone. But I become sort of like a, uh, a deeper introvert. And I uh, tend to start hurting myself, uh, you know, and you, we, we tend to compensate for that uh, by falling into an addiction or something to compensate the pain. And for me, you know, I smoke. I smoke a lot of marijuana. 
Then I noticed I had smoked a lot, but I, I stepped the fuck away. I stepped back. Hell no, I ain't stopped smoking. I uh, used my vape pens, nine. I used my uh, hash tabs, uh, 1,000 milligrams of THC. So that's like, uh, and it's 50 pills divided by, so that's like each pill got 50, 20 milligrams of THC in it, which is good. And I mean, I'm taking one now. Uh, it hit me in a couple of hours, about one o'clock, and that's on top of this fucking Benadryl. So I mean, that's always probably going out about five o'clock if I wake up. But I deal with that, and so I had to step back because I was actually getting a lot more and smoking. It's this Maui Maui there, and I just love this shit. But I had to get back. Step back. I uh, do had to step away from the blunts, you know? Uh, and another thing that I was falling deep into was sweets. Trying to take care of my teeth, get my teeth worked on, and uh, I fall into sweets. Even try to think of sweets that's healthy, you know? Do some rice cakes. If I eat a whole bag of them fucking rice cakes in two days, that's not too healthy. And then there's a, at the Dollar Tree, there's graham cracker pie crust. And I go here and get those, and they got these cherries. I get the cherries and uh, put them in there. And I got that little glass pan, a little rectangular pan, small glass uh, uh, pan, oven pan, and I put a layer of graham crackers down at the bottom, you know, because I think that out that pan and crumble it up. I don't leave it in the pan because my stove's not that big. So I take that crust, put the, at the bottom, put them cherries, preserved cherries in there in the center, and then cover it up and then put it in the oven, heat it, my little oven. I eat one of them a day. I'm like, okay, that ain't fucking healthy. Had to stop there. I ate one yesterday. But I had, I hadn't eaten one in a while. And the ones I was eating was actually eating uh, some of it, put it up. But then I found this new feeling. Just uh, caramel apple feeling. Oh, fuck That's the shit. But I also used to use a full can. So I stopped using full can, use half can, and then put it in the refrigerator. Or freeze it, freeze it up. I, um, Stop eating so much sweets uh, because I had actually gained 20 pounds. Two months of doing nothing, gained 20 fucking pounds. So I, and plus, was eating bread. If anybody know bread, bread swell your ass up. Something about bread you shouldn't eat. I eat uh, corn chips. Uh, if I need something to munch on with my fucking dinner, I use corn chips. If, uh, I got, uh, I bought two, two breads, uh, yesterday in, uh, Walmart. It was on sale in the day or our wheat, wheat, no sub, subs, two for 75 cents. So I got to put them in the freezer. I also got a, uh, a wheat pea pizza though. Will I use it? I don't know. 
I just kind of have to just wait to one of them fucking hungry days if they last that long. But I could take those and I got some tomatoes, fresh tomatoes. I could just smash the tomatoes up, cook them up, and take the skin off or boil them, take the skin off, and then uh, smash them up and put them on there and then use put them in the oven. Uh, but I'm not trying to spend a whole bunch of money on different vegan things. I just, if I do vegan, I'm going to do it without adding to, like, uh-uh. Vegan cheese. I can get vegan cheese put on that and put some tomatoes and some garlic and call it, hey, a, a, a pizza. Uh, everything vegan except for the bread. But, I mean, uh, the bread just kind of fucks me up now. Uh, because of the iodine in it, plus because uh, fucking bread just swells you up. It makes too much sugar in you too fast. So, uh, I had to step back from that. Uh, and, again, I step back from the bread because I did have bread I would get bread eat peanut butter I had to step back from the peanut butter peanut butter kind of make me uh bloated and stuff you know and I thought that was an easy meal you know something I by being depressed you don't really eat right and you just want to grab something when you got this hunger hit you or if you don't want to eat a lot I just grabbed the peanut butter and then eating up end up eating three four spoons of peanut butter and then you know Pretty much you fucking ate a meal and that's it. You're gonna constipate you because then you're gonna come back and try to put something on top of that and it's gonna fuck you up. So I actually had to stay away. I got peanut butter up that night and it haven't even opened it yet. Uh, but it's it's a thing of being mindful when I eat. I eat rice, uh, chicken. I get chicken for the dog. I get the chicken breast, the four pack chicken breast, or I get two chickens. I get two chickens, I cut it up. If I get the four-pack chicken breast, any chicken breast could last them two days because those are big ones. But the shit is seventeen fucking dollars. So, but I mean, you know, they worth it. If I get the chicken, now what I do is I take the backbone, cut the backbone off. We still have the meat on it, and I steam it. So I give them steamed chicken. I steam the chicken while I'm cooking the rice. I eat the rice too, you know. Uh, but I may have chicken I may not have nothing I may have just rice and vegetable uh, I may have just rice uh, I may have rice and uh, fish and I've been slacking up on the fish because I was eating fish almost every day and I really don't need to eat fish every day uh, but the thing is I had to get back to the vegetables now my refrigerator another reason I'm gonna move this low refrigerator is just not worth the shit uh, it's, 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 the bottom of it don't work well. It's always sweating. It barely just stay cool enough to keep things chilled, so it won't spoil. But if it's something that need a deeper temperature, you know, it's gonna fucking spoil it. I mean, I didn't open some vegetables that I put down in, you know, smell like whoa. But then that make me put shit in a freezer too. Yep, this is due to my health care. Uh, trying to get back conscious to what I was eating. I don't eat at restaurants. I've ate at a couple here in the last couple months because I didn't want to cook. I felt it would be better to do that when I made a mistake because, you know, once I do that, I always feel like the person that tried to poison me, especially when I get some fucked up shit that I don't want to eat then. Because, uh, I mean, I cook. For a living, I know what fucking cooking is. I know what food's supposed to taste like. And you know, the thing is, why do some go in there and raise hell when you know you shouldn't have been there in the first fucking place? So, I, I, I again, I'm back off of this 
going to fast food and eat things. Donut place, I uh, went to the donut place. I used to get donuts from Yuma Donuts or whatever donut place this is right on 4th Street and 19th. And uh, I used to go there when I was living in the desert. Me and the dog would be there maybe once a week when the woman was there and get burrito and a donut. Eat half of that burrito that day, save the other half for night, or the next day, and have that big old apple pretzel or cinnamon roll. So anyway, I go in the fucking store, this store, and they got the owner, I guess, who run make donuts or whatever. And I ran across him before, just once. He didn't give me the feel like he wanted me in the fucking store. What you need? Okay, motherfucker. But anyway, it wasn't so outrageous that it was obvious. But I go in there this time, and uh, when I walk through the door, I see him going to the back. Okay. Take his time. Next thing you know, he come back. Because I've been there before, and I walked out because I was like, what the fuck? Nobody there? Uh, and uh, he come back with an order. Maybe five minutes, a few minutes. Come back with order. Nobody came in behind me, but he gonna make me wait. Come back in with the order, and he uh, giving it to these people over there. Say somebody's name, dude gave him no, this for them. And then he took and went back in the back. By that time, they had somebody pulling up in the parking lot, and he seen him, he come back, and he was behind me. So once he come back there, he tell the other man, your order's gonna be up in a minute. They come to the counter. I'm up. I'm first. I'm there. The person who came in behind me, behind me. He said, "Who was first? I said, "Shit." I don't know what the motherfucker was saying behind me, but this dude said this shit. Ain't even looked at me, and I just looked at him. And when he did look at me, you know, I turned the whistle. He looked at me. I'm like, for real? And I walked the fuck out. Because if he thinks I'm going to be dumb enough to try to spend my fucking money with you, you got to be fucking joking. I ain't say a word. Just walk the fuck out. He ain't been back there. Yuma motherfucking donor. I think that's the name of it. On 4th Street. It might be wrong. I might be wrong. I hope I am. Not about the name. But it's the one on 4th, 4th Street, 19th Ave. Or is that 4th Ave at 19th Street? Yeah, I think that's what it is. But, uh, yeah, you know, so, you know, this, you know, subtle little bullshit like this all over. Trying to walk across the parking lot and don't get nobody to fucking stop. I'm, I'm not raising hell. Because this place is one of the worst places for fucking road rage. I'm not getting in the middle of no motherfucking road rage. Hey, unless you hurt me or hurt the fucking car, we ain't got no business to talk. You can raise up, throw as many dicks, throw a holler, many niggas you want. Don't fucking touch me. Yeah, what that make me? I ain't gonna take too many niggas, huh? I ain't gonna take too much shit. But, you know, yeah. Don't, don't think you're gonna just make me react because that's what they want. I keep my little recorder on. I keep my fucking recorder on. Always. Because when it comes time to fuck kick your ass, I'm gonna make sure you got the recording on that shit. Come time to shoot a motherfucker. But, 
you know, and it's, and it's dealing with that, you know, would I be able to shoot a motherfucker? I think I would. Because I know it's a matter of life or death, and I'm not ready to give up this fucking life I got. This mine. Nobody own it but me. So. See, I was talking about the maternity, maternity mortality, maternity mortality, and how black women leading the charge on that. California ought to be outrageous. Ought to be shaming their fucking self. And they call these people heroes. They call the whole medical industry. I tell you the truth. I'm really, really worried that they got so many fucking doctors out here who don't give a fuck about a patient for certain or unobvious reasons and, and swore they're not racist, not homophobic, not a bigot, not this, but they are, but they keep it quiet. So, I, uh, I think, <laughs> you, know, you know, they talk about their mental health and it just show, goes to show that they don't care about our mental health. They care about their drug addicts, but those that show they never care about black drug addicts. As a matter of fact, that's what they need. Uh, they show about all these little towns and everything burning up, and I'm not even talking about Hawaii. Palestine, Ohio, where they had the earthquakes, where they had the uh, fire in paradise. All these other fucking places they join where white folks been inconvenient and they're talking about getting them back whole again and they get them back. They go out of their fucking way. And at the same time, these people who live around these pig farms who can't even go outside because of the fucking dump and pollution, people who live in chemical corridors. The people who uh, live in black townships or neighborhood or pathways where the train fucking derail don't get no kind of relief don't even get a fucking good hotel stay overnight to see what chemicals fucking their lungs up they don't get that Jackson water that's not fucking evident anytime somebody can make money and they gotta know they gotta have a lot of white say well are you talking shit we ain't got nothing all you got to do is go join your club what the fuck you over here? Well, you could join your club, and you know that. What do you get out of being over here, being around black folk? You say, well, I just got a regular job. I'll go to work just like everybody else. Yeah, you do. Where you go home at? You live around them blacks? What do you know about him? Does he even get paid the same as you? What his car look like? Did he get a home loan? They even get any fucking kind of auto loan. You can't move. You got to catch the bus, the sub home, deal with all this shit. And you got on a bus and sub, but yours is so much classier because yours is going the other direction to the good side. This one going in the city is just fucked up. So, ain't nothing equal. They always say it's equal. 
if it was, we wouldn't be in this situation today. Making America great again. They want that. Again. And again. When was it great? And who was it great for? I mean, you still want to admit that the country was founded on the slave, the right to own a slave. Keep their slave anywhere in the world they went. That's all this was about. This was another thing where they were saying, okay, we need to come up with our own country. We could say we bring our shit anywhere and they have us fucking respected just like we, they respect uh, the British for bringing all this shit all over the world. And they did until they said, no, we're not gonna do it anymore. Now they're telling us we can't do it. That's all that was about. Keeping them niggas. But they say, England was just dissolving the slave trade then. Really? And did that in a minute. Uh, excuse me. Oh my God. But still, they did own them. All up Europe. Went down to Africa. And plucked it. All of Europe. And over to India. And just plucked shit. And the one with the most force won, kept control of it. Sent them on to America. And they want to call you criminal. They call everybody criminal but themselves. Yeah, my God. Oh, there you are. mental health wise I'm doing good because I know what I've got to do I've got to go I'm ready I to pack up today and leave I can I can I can but I've got a couple of more appointments and uh, a couple other things to get looked at and then I'm going to relocate some I'm going and I was thinking about Baltimore for my mental health but I don't want that fucking me up even more because I'm not ready to fight no young black kids. And I ain't talking about all of them. I'm just talking about those few who gonna try fucking robbing them. Cause they old man. I don't wanna have to shoot none of them boys. So I need to find somewhere. And then, you know, there's a lot of places I could deal with. I grew up in fucking New Orleans. I could deal with most places. Uh, so that's what I'm gonna do. And I'm really thinking Virginia. I'm really liking Virginia, Hampton Roads and shit, you know, that area. Um, get something solid where, you know, I could be close, have a good close exit. Because, I mean, I'm not gonna die for this in this civil war. And if you know, like I know, they read it. And they don't plan on losing. It ain't gonna be like the fucking knock versus out. This shit gonna be coming from you all kind of direction. And if you're not somewhere amongst your own people, you're not gonna be very fucking safe. And if you get to live through the, the first initial uh, uh, impacts of what's gonna come to light, you know, you're gonna be, you gonna hold your ass in some kind of subjugated stage for the good of their new nation until they get shit straight.
because they don't know who's going to be the subversive or not. So. And they're talking about their mental health. And they're ready, they're ready to fly right on the trigger. You think they're not? Look at that shit that happened in Birmingham. And that was the least of it. And that was broad daylight on a fucking busy waterway. You hear me? Hundreds of fucking tourists all over the, from all over the country looking at this shit. Like, hey, I go down to Ole Miss country. All to Alabama. Crimson Tide, Road Tide. Whatever. And then, you know, this, again, it's part of this mental health issue we got to face in this country. Uh, and they won't recognize that we even have a problem in this country, let alone mental health issues over that problem. And it's not a problem we created, it's their problem. It's their fucking problem with us. And uh, the thing about their problem with us, we cannot do anything about it. They've got to. But we don't have to take it. We don't. Um, and I'm just glad today when somebody come along and see, and they, they call, call, you know, the thing is, you, you listen to a lot of this black knowledge out here, all of this shit that's going on, how they lay it out chronologically to lay this shit out and show you exactly the fucking wrongs. A lot of these white folks saying, well, why? And I heard this Muslim brother saying this, too. You know, a, a white man asked him if I, well, I, that was one I showed. Uh, well, actually, let you hear. But another one was saying that, you know, it's just the dude told him after he told him that I, 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 I would be scared. I would be thinking, y'all, come and kill me. And the guy said, you know, black folks not made like that. And in a way, he was telling the truth. We're not made to seek revenge. Otherwise, we would have. <laughs> I heard a good one. I'm going to leave it after this. Heard a good one about ghosts. Some of my white folks trying to get in contact with the life beyond and this and that. Spiritualness, you know, calling up from the past, the graves. Talking about they see ghosts and see this, got all these different shows, man. And who that Mooney? Mooney said, man, I don't believe in ghosts. Because if there was a ghost, the white folks think we would not come fuck them up, haunt them and shit, for all the shit they done. <laughs> and he told the truth. You tell the plain fucking truth. If there was such a thing as go, they damn sure would be doing that. But they're dealing with AI. AI, the ghost of AI, alien, and the Ukraine war. You don't hear much about the Ukraine war now. But you know, you got fucking 40 people got shot in some kind of shooting in Chicago instead of them saying hey we need to stop and do something about this you know what they done sent more fucking weapons to Ukraine because that four people got killed in a fucking city bombing one was a child fuck them two nine year olds that got shot that six year old that got shot 
they go on about shootings all over the country, trying to tamper your ass and let you know, hey, look, you need to take these guns out. Better safe to let us have the guns and you don't have none. What kind of shit is that? What you should do is go get your gun and go fucking learn how to use it. Show your children how to use it and show them it's a tool. It's a weapon. Just like a fucking hammer. Just like a knife. But it is a tool. Shouldn't be the first fucking tool you grab when you need something. If you're trying to stop something, yeah. But you're taking all the guns away. So if you have no guns, you have no way to protect yourself, and this shit pop off, what the fuck happened? And then your army's in the fucking, uh, <laughs> in jail, in the grave. Shit. So we got the old men, old ladies, women and children, half of the women in jail now too, a whole bunch of them rather. The ones that's not out there with the good jobs and saying, hey, that's not my problem. It ain't your problem. Nah, it will be. And then they're going to remember when you just say you wanted black dollar, but you didn't want to help black life. Because you take that black dollar and you move it to another neighborhood where they don't even want your answer. Mental health. We are dealing with some fucking mental health issues, some health issues. Killing us, killing our women, not taking care of them, children not being taken care of, government got more control over your child than you. You can't tell your child shit without the consent of the government. So, dealing with health, I'm tired of, tired of this, you know, I take my health care out of these white folks' hands because they have no idea what they're doing when it comes to me anyway. Uh, and they want to, they don't care. They don't give a fuck if I fucking die. They really don't. And you know, it's just not me. It's a whole bunch of them, they're doing this stuff. Brown, Poe, it depends on who they think they are. So, and this dude is uh, a, <laughs> I'm thinking he may be a uh, Pakistani at this park clinic. Not to say that makes a difference, but it makes a difference how you treat people when you say somebody treated you wrong. Get it? Ain't nothing wrong with me discriminating. Because I'm not. Why am I not? Because I'm a doctor. Doctor's not capable of that. I'm a hero. I'm a nurse practitioner. I'm a hero. I'm a nurse. I'm a fucking hero. I'm an ambulance driver. They made me a hero too. I'm a firefighter. Of course we know the police. They're heroes. But they're no good what they're doing. And it's, it's pretty obvious they know what they're doing. Why they keep on denying it? Uh, what they call that denial plausibility. But then they tell you at the same time, ignorance is no excuse for the law. 
They just flip shit on us. They keep on flipping it. Say we discriminate against them because we use affirmative action. That's the biggest fucking joke. And then you got all this shit going on at Disney. They want to put everything under the woke category except for what the fuck it is. But anyway, I think my health care would be a lot better if taken out of white folks' hands. Because see, it's always going to be in my control to decide, even if it's a black. Because I. Oh, where was this at? In El Paso. Oh God, I was just running across some fucking evil shit when I left my neighborhood. Uh, same old evil subtle shit, you know. Across the army and fucking Hispanic and whites, you know, some Mexican too. But the thing is, I went to this psychologist, psychiatrist, you know, because I was having trouble with the doctor. Fucking doctor ain't fucking want to touch me. So, you know, when I made a complaint about that, they sent me the psychologist. Okay, that's right. I didn't go willingly. They sent me. Uh, I talked to this dude. And it's a black dude. Because I'm like, look, I'm not going to talk to nobody white about, you know, my problem. Because why? I mean, what do I get for talking to somebody white? The same thing. Uh, oh, it's just like nothing happened. You just you come there telling me how to get along with shit that's going on. Best way to get along with it is just uh, for me to deal with it. And that don't make no sense. So anyway, I'm talking to this black dude, and he want to equate everything. I'm like, yeah, I grew up in Desire. I mean, not Desire. I grew up in a hard time, Florida. Da 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 da. da. And he was all into Hillary. Now, see the thing about that is, I mean, yeah, we pay sure pay attention to this election because in somewhat ways it will affect us, but it won't really affect us. Uh. But he was all into this Hillary thing, and yeah, Hillary gonna beat Trump. And this one, I was saying, look, Trump's gonna win. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. I'm telling you what I see out in this world every day, but he don't see it. He don't want to even fucking acknowledge that anything going on out in this world. He's one of these Clarence Thomas or Tim Scott people. You know, everything's honky fucking dory. Ain't nothing going on, dude. Go get yours. So, uh, that was the type of person was, but the thing is, you know, you really got the devil made me, you know, you got to be careful of these black dogs because some of these black dogs are not listening to you. They act like they're hearing you, but they're not hearing you. And they're going to give you the same motherfucking medicine and bullshit these people giving you instead of actually looking at you and helping you in a way that's going to help you naturally. Now, when I was in Ohio, I was having some uh, uh, things to tell my cholesterol and all kind of shit up, but I changed my diet a bit. Because once I went up there, I started eating kind of a little crazy. Even though it was vegan, I was eating kind of like fatty and stuff. And I changed my diet, you know, and uh, it actually helped me out. And it would show the difference. So, you know, and she said, oh, wow, yeah, that's good. But we just going to keep it like that then. Yeah, let's keep it like that. We don't need that medicine. You know, because this medicine is going to give you all see, and I didn't even tell his doctor at the heart clinic because of side effects you know and he just assuming I don't want to take medicine because of side effects so he announced that you know but I don't take medicine because medicines these medicines are not made for our body our physiological body it is not made for 
now DNA not don't work with this shit they put out there. It may work with in some instance, a lot of instance. But on a whole, it don't. It's not made for us. And if we do things naturally, we'll actually be able to heal ourselves a lot better than uh, uh, taking medicine and prolonging stuff where you got not you're not curing it, but you're just treating it, as opposed to healing yourself through nature. Get it? So. But anyway, that's what I've got to do. I've got to get away from here. Got to get back into my gardening. Uh, because I looked at this lady, fucking 116 years old, saying, said, what's your secret? <laughs> eat what I want. I eat what I have. I want. I eat everything. But I grow it myself. Get it? Grow it herself. Lady, 116 fucking years old. Still getting around. Got caregiver. But they still carry her out to the garden. Let her sit there and play in the dirt. Sit at the table. Let her, you know, break her greens down and cook. Help her cook. The lady's still getting around because she eat whatever she want. But she grow whatever she want to eat. <laughs> Ain't that a motherfucker. Anyway, that's a number one hint for health care. Uh, again, I, uh, I'm getting out of here. And I'm going somewhere where I have to get my fingers back into some dirt and do my thing. And uh, so that way I can heal my body. I need a couple of years to heal my body right. Um, so it looks like I'm getting boobies even though I'm smaller. Look like I got boobies through my t-shirt. So I need to tighten up my chest, tighten up my core. And uh, now that I stop eating, I'm not so bloated. And what's, what I got, the belly I got is showing me this is what I got to work on. And... You know, again, I got to be outside. I don't have to be, but I'm, I'm doing what I can minimally here. Uh, I'm trying to tone it up, but I need to go uh, outside and do a longer walk uh, and do my exercise outside, because that's what I used to do, do my exercise. After I walk, do my exercise, and then do some more in the evening on my next walk. So, I mean, I was doing exercise twice a day and walking at least five, six miles a day, so I've got to get back to that, and then i got to get my, because I've got a lot of time on my hand, and I just don't want to uh, take this time and just sit and do nothing, uh, that's a good way to get stupid when you get old, uh, all these medicines now, we come in, they're coming up and showing you how they fucked up people, uh, Alzheimer's and all this other stuff, you know, because people sat back and ate all these different medicine that left fucking deposits on them all over their body. And, you know, and I think the thing is, why they're still trying to push that shit, you know, as opposed to pushing good health. And, you know, they, they need you to get sick because there's a lot of fucking money and control. It's all about control. Where there's money, there is control. There's a lot of money and control in healthcare, especially the fact that they don't, cure a disease they just treat it cancer they cure cancer because if they don't cure cancer that shit gonna kill you but they do show cures slight cures but it's always something that's gonna scare you because you always know somebody who fucking died from cancer because they waited too long to treat it hmm? so but so it got to be more than that. It's got to be where this cancer is coming from. And they're not looking at or telling you where it's coming from. They, uh, well, we know it's coming from that chemical corridor there. But hell, we need that, huh? So 
That's just treated. So anyway, I uh, I'm gonna leave this for now, and we're gonna call this toss up to the healthcare. Nah, that ain't gonna work. I'll think of something. Okay, one other thing that I want to mention that I might not mention later. Uh, I heard on one of these by consciousness uh, rips about uh, Russia. See, they want you to think bad about Russia and stuff, you know. Russia is actually forgiving all the debts in Africa. That's right. They want to tell you about Russia and Russia fighting Ukraine. Fuck, look what they done here. Fuck Ukraine. Russia the shit, you know. If they excusing all the fucking debts these African countries owe to Russia, they on top of shit. That's where they can't feed half themselves anyway. So, that's something to think about with this war, with this propaganda war they're trying to spread about Russia and uh, against Ukraine and us aiding Russia, we can't even get aid here. Now, like I said, you know, Biden ain't pretty much done nothing for black folks, you know. He didn't do nothing for seniors. He didn't get our health care, get our teeth fixed, and they fucking all over the country still got bad fucking water, and he didn't send million, trillions, billions to fucking Ukraine. Something to think about. Right on, Russia. Oh, well, I don't mean it like that. Thanks for excusing the debt of Africans later and thanks for pulling that racist motherfucker out of there who was ripping the gold mines now let's see what's gonna go on now later